Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming up to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. And I'm Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Prime. Guys, some very exciting news, very exciting news. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, I didn't tell you guys yet. We made $1.2 billion this weekend. That's right. We oh, my God. No, Where are you no. going to spend your money first? As the, the long-running uh, fans of Marvel Universe, we have a small ownership in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, which is 100% of it. Yeah, so that's pretty thing. awesome. It's great. We did great. Uh, we did great. And this is our last show. This is our end game. Yeah, just wow. a little indie feature we put together called um, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And I'm just happy you saw it. What do you mean? Oh, you, a lot of times you don't see I movies. I see movies. No, you don't. I love movies. I've seen, name a movie I haven't seen. Uh, Shazam. That's true. No, yeah. that's not a real, no. <laughs> it's not a feature film. You have a question? Um, no, I said I saw it. You saw Yo, Shazam? You yeah, Shazam? So well, you're one Oh, okay. Of, one right, of you're the new host of Comic Book we just been waiting right. to be challenged. Hey, there we go. Yeah, okay. Enjoy. I can sit and relax and watch this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy, Hello. Justin. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on with you? Uh, not much. Working, working, resting, working. Shazam. Endgame. Uh, nice. I, it feels weird to me to have a host who's. <laughs> it feels weird to have a host who's seen all the movies. Uh, will you come back up, please? Thank you. I'm a wild card. I'm a bad boy. I don't see oh. movies. I don't read comics. I don't pay attention when you're talking. <laughs> I'm a host of a comic book show. This is very exciting. Co-host. Here is somebody we are paying close attention to. Our guest tonight. He is the author of the new book, Dear Justice League. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Northrop. Michael. Yeah. Woo! Show, sir. Welcome. Right find oh, your way to your chair. You can go anywhere. Have a microphone. Oh, nice. All right. Ooh, look at this. Look at this. All right. Uh, Michael, grab your microphone so you can talk into that. It doesn't help when I sit on it. That's no, it doesn't. Yeah. That picks up a different sort <laughs> a of A lot of different interview styles, if that's <laughs> yeah. yours, and this is great. It's super casual. You know? Yeah, Just, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's uh, funny. Michael, he sat th- on the mic, but we heard every word. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're very course, excited to have yeah. you here. You have two things that are coming out that are kind of the same thing. Uh, free Comic Book Day, as we know, is coming up this very weekend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Very, <laughs> very exciting. Uh, and you have a book that's coming out free comic book day. Yeah, what they did is they they took um, a couple chapters from Dear Justice League and Dear Justice League is basically um, you know divided up into um, sections anyways. We've got um, you know kids writing into the Justice Leaguers asking different questions and and uh, cool. Um, and then there's sort of a, th- a through line going through that, but that's so it's bas- basically broken up by uh, you know by each individual member. So we got two of them in the uh, free comic book day. We've got uh, Superman which is the first one in Hawk Girl, um, and so 
uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, it, you know, they, they stand alone, they're separate uh, sections, so, um, but it's also a preview, so it's, uh, you know, its own comic book, two chapters, and then just a preview of the book that's coming out in August. And this is from DC Zoom, which is a new imprint for yes, DC, DC yeah. right? So what is the age focus for DC Zoom and for this book? Well, uh, so there are two new imprints, uh, and they are uh, DC Inc., which is, uh, you know, teenagers, young adult uh, graphic novels, and DC Zoom, which is, uh, you know, middle grade, so middle school. Um, but, you know, honestly, these could go, um, you know, Dear Justice League certainly could be younger than that. Um, it's... Um, uh, you know the the artist is amazing, uh, Gustavo yeah. Duarte. Really, yeah. 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 really unbelievable. And it's just it's just a really uh, just just inviting style. You know, I think yeah. uh, younger kids would be. And he's just he's just really funny. He's so good with uh, with faces, with the action. And I just feel like um, younger kids and older kids and probably adults, you know, all you know, you know, enjoy those same things. Yeah, and we like, blur the line here a lot. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. being a child, being an adult who uh, behaves like an acts like a child. The, the Superman uh, facial expressions alone is worth this. Yeah, it's really phenomenal. I mean, what he does with expressions is is incredible. We have yeah. in uh, the Aquaman section, we have uh, you know just the center of the page is just three consecutive close-ups on his face, just to watch his changing expression, and it's just something. It's just like I just it's like if it's like a, a superpower, right? If you know you've got a superpower, you use it, you know. And I know like Gustavo's superpower is is those expressions, those close-ups, and and uh, mm. and so I just tried to in- incorporate that into the book. As much as possible, especially as I went on, I just like it was looking at these early pages, and I was just like, I've just got to do as much of this as possible. Smart, <laughs> smart. Yeah. It's it's interesting because what I was expecting when I was getting into this, I I have kids, uh, four and a half and nine, and so stop I'm very, bragging. Uh, all right, <laughs> I have kids too. <laughs> nice. How many kids you got, Pete? I have uh, nieces and nephews, you motherfucker. Oh, whatever. And I, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Cares? Honestly, you have more than us in that way. Yeah, yeah. That, you won. Uh, my point being that <laughs> yeah. I'm very familiar with there's sort of a, there's been a push for a couple of years for these hybrid graphic novels. Right. Like you have Diary of a Wimpy Kid and Captain right. Underpants, right. where it's not strictly a graphic novel. It's yeah. more pushed by the words than the pictures. But this is very much leaning into the graphic novel of totally, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it's leaning into the graphic novel, which is you know leaning into the the comic book, right? You know what I mean? Which yeah. is just you know before the graphic novels, it was it was all comic books and and uh, and before graphic novels and uh, with comic books. Uh, for a long time, you know, uh, they were geared towards kids. You know, they were geared towards younger readers. And obviously, um, that's less the case now, you know what I mean? Since, I mean, you know, we could go into that, but like, yeah. but it is, uh, you know, I feel <laughs> safe saying that. Um, and so this was, uh, I mean, a really self-conscious, like, attempt to um, to do that kind of kid-centric uh, comic. Not like I don't want adult readers, I don't want adults to... to um, Enjoy it. I think they will. It's you know physical comedy. It's it's, yeah, you know, it's fun great. jokes and stuff. But uh, thanks. But it's 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 written for kids, like specifically for kids. Not like if they happen to accidentally like it too. You know, like it's it's for them first. And and I think that that was DC's focus with DC Zoom too, is to get back to like this comic books written specifically for young readers. Now you've done a couple of kid series at this point. Uh, what? How did you end up on this? How did you end up getting hooked up with DC? Uh, they contacted me, uh, Michelle. Oh, oh, that's the best. Yeah, right. I mean, this is, I do some of my uh, best work when I'm just sitting around at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Wells, who uh, is uh, sort of, you know, behind uh, these new imprints and is really a, a tremendous it's just force behind these, just really committed to them uh, and to making these, these two, both imprints as, as good as they can be. Um, she was contacting um, sort of veteran uh, Kids writers for Zoom, uh, veteran YA novelists for uh, Ink, and the idea was, you know, for most of us, it was the first graphic novel. But what we have been doing for a long time, what we do is um, tell stories uh, for kids or for teens, 
and I've actually I've done both, but you know that um, stories for that age that um, connect with that age, and they were like, you know, we do uh, graphic novels. We will we will um, work with you on that, but what we want is really uh, your insight into that, into storing te- storytelling for that specific age group. So what did you provide then? What, what was the feedback that you gave that led to Dear Justice League? Um, I, you know, I, I did some some pitches. Basically, it's like, what would you and you know. Some of them maybe less less likely than others. You know, you usually get like, oh, you can do you pitch anything to DC, and so I had some ideas that were further out there or whatever, yeah. and then some like some more standard like origin story type stuff. You know, which is obviously great for this age. You know, you can just sort of you know dial it back a few years and do a, sort of an earlier origin story. But um, but this one, it was sort of more of a just this concept of uh, kids writing to. Um, to the heroes. And part of that was, it was really less about the, the kids doing the writing than the effect that the kids, um, I felt like, would have on the, the heroes, right? Nice. Yeah. Um, just because, um, I mean, they are so larger than life, right? Especially these really iconic DC characters. You know, when you're talking super Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, just huge iconic figures. But like larger than life is, is like just is only larger than life from the outside, right? From the inside, still just a human being looking out, right? And I feel like um, people respond to, you know, the biggest, toughest adults respond to kids in a different way. You know, like the, the defenses come down a little, um, the, maybe a little more honesty, a little less uh, self-consciousness, you know, to say something embarrassing or whatever. Um, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to get some, you know, like unfiltered sort of fun, you know, st- stuff from the heroes. And I felt like a great way to do that would be to, um, to have the kids sort of, sort of pull it out of them. Awesome. And it's really, I feel like it's so rare where you get inside uh, even these iconic characters' heads and hear them just have an opinion or, yeah. on something. Yeah. They're usually so in the middle of like, well, here's what I think we should do in this situation, but you don't get to hear them just like re- answering questions and stuff, yeah. which is so nice. It's so pleasant. It's super fun to do, you know what I mean? To just like to dial it back a little. It's not like an opinion on like, like, you know, like, get into, like, the boom tube or not, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, it's really just human stuff, you know what I mean? Just everyday stuff, and, and, uh, and that was really fun, uh, fun to do, and it's, it's funny, because, like, if you think about it, like, I was say, saying this thing, like, we all know these characters so well, right? Like, like, how many encounters have we had over our lives with Batman, you know, in different forms, in different, you know, media and everything, but, like, we know them so well, we've, like, We've heard them talk so much. We've heard them say, but it's like you do wonder, like, you know, when it's not crime fighting time, when, you know, there's not a ticking clock, like, what are they thinking? You know, and, and it was, it's really fun to explore that. Did you determine the mix of the Justice League characters? Yeah, it was, that was fun, right? Because, I mean, <laughs> there's obviously some of that is non-negotiable. You know what I mean? Like, they, if I had, like, gone to them with a uh, Just League without Superman... Yeah, like, I don't yeah, do yeah. Superman. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was really thinking of, like, you know, whoever, like, you know... Uh, but yeah. Jonah Hex, we're doing some <laughs> yeah, of the fun. Yeah. I'm mixing this up a yeah. little, yeah. But it's like, but at the margins, like I had Hawkgirl, and Hawkgirl is a huge, huge part of this book. She's really sort of, in addition to her own section, which is like a fun sort of humorous section, um, she's really sort of connective tissue um, because she's got this energy. She has like, um, you know, the way Gustavo uh, drew her, and, and I, I wrote her sort of, a, sort of a, a teen kind of feel to her, a little bit younger than, a little less, you know, upright and august is than uh, you know superman or batman or wonder wonder woman and so her energy was really super valuable for this and that was like a decision like you don't have to have Hawkgirl in your your justice league but she was a you know she just brought a lot to it um and it's like so you you know you know would have funded like martian manhunter or something like but you know it's like you just make a, a choice and then um and then it just see how they say sort of play together um, and we have Flash as more of sort of a jokester character, and, and that was that was fun too, you know, because it was fun to sort of play with Batman as super like sort of stiff and upright, and you know, like and and to just have some contrast within the the league like that. 
Um, so yeah, I got to play a little bit, you know, like a little, and then also like you know, which Green Lantern, you know, that kind of thing, you know. But um, well, how did you end up settling on Simon Baz? That was the only one that I was surprised about because normally, or at least how he started, he was like, "I'm the Green Lantern with a gun," and I'd be like, yeah. "Maybe <laughs> not for kids' real. books, <laughs> yeah, maybe not." <laughs> but um, you notice no, no, no gun this time. Right. So, gun. Yeah, yeah. That's I got it. I, I will. T- I told you this backstage, but I did sneak yeah. this to my kids, which they absolutely love the book. But that was definitely. The the chapter where I was yeah. like, let's see what happens when they get there. <laughs> I mean, but it's yeah, okay. It's, 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 I mean, I didn't see, I already had this like really upright, sort of like a little bit older, uh, uh, sort of not somber, exactly, but more serious energy with Batman, especially, but also a little bit with Superman or whatever. And, um, and then I had like the straight up sort of like youthful, you know, hot girl and stuff like that. And I, I just felt like he sort of like split the difference a little. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, um, he, yeah. I mean, so that, that was basically, it was, it was more of a, less about him specifically than, because you had an option with, with Green Lantern, like what he could bring to the mix, you know what I mean? Like in terms of the mix of personalities and ages and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I could see, I know it's very early because it hasn't even hit free comic book day yet, but I could see this could be the sort of thing where a lot of kids would end up writing letters is that something you're prepared for to get like start answering letters? <laughs> yeah, you put your home like... address in the book, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, a, yeah, it's, yeah. Really, it's there's actually is a, a Google map on the last page. So. <laughs> very smart. Oh, so they could just find yeah. you. That's yeah. very smart. <laughs> a thing GPS you do. chip. Yeah. yeah, it's. Um, I'm expecting not you know tiny knocks at the door. You know, like, it should be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. Um, why did you choose Simon Baz? Because I can see like he's so, <laughs> he's the great lantern. Yeah, that's well, me with a high I, I am. I am. I was doing you. That's how I think you sound. Is that how I sound? I think it is. <laughs> I'm really That's what I hear, but that. again, I'm not paying but attention. But I'll see you every day. I mean, I will get Simon Baz stuff, but that won't be from the kids, I feel like. You know, right. that'll be from that'll the That'll be from the real dorks. <laughs> 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 Judgment-free zone. You know, yeah, like, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't um, pointing at you. But yeah, I mean, it's like, I, you know, kids' letters, are, I mean, it would be great. I know there was some talk, uh, you know, at DC about maybe some sort of portal for that. Some, and it would be awesome if that would happen. But I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of... Like moving pieces that I do not control there, you know. <laughs> but it would be it would be awesome, you know. what I mean, it, it does l- lead right to that, and I think it's a, a super cool uh, thing, you know. what I mean, like I get, you know, as just you know writing uh, kids books, I get a certain number of emails and and mail just on a fairly regular basis. It depends on what's just come out and if I've done touring or whatever recently. And it's, I, you know, I enjoy it. It's, it's be hard to get to, honestly, sometimes if they'll ask like <laughs> yeah. a bunch of questions. And, um, uh, but it's, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm prepared for the mail. It would be cool if we could do something special for that. I'm not sure if that's going to be uh, possible, but it, it would be awesome to do. And, and again, like, you know, I mean, the, the kids' questions is, how this all started, the fact that they ask really direct questions and their questions elicit answers that are more honest and direct from adults than adults asking those same questions. You know what I mean? So I will answer honestly and directly. <laughs> wow. Cool. Oh, that's good to know. Kids say the darndest things. <laughs> they do. Uh, do you have any free comic book day events planned? Is there any place people can I'm gonna check be you out? actually up at the Hudson Children's Book Festival in oh, Hudson, nice. New York. Nice. So I will, yeah. It's... Uh, it's, it's great up there. It's a great event. Uh, that was actually already scheduled when the free comic book came out. So, I mean, I will have some, some copies um, to, to give away up there, but it's Children's Festival as opposed to, you know, like a, 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 a you know, you know, Midtown or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, uh, but, you know, it's uh, you know, there in spirit. I think it's so awesome, by the way, that Free Comic Book Day is on May the 4th this year. Yeah. It's yeah. Like some, a lot at once, really. The nerd singularity. Like yeah. it's all and I think it's also, together. I don't know if this is officially from DC, but somebody sent me an email saying it's also Batman weekend because they're showing what? all of the old Batman movies oh, in really? movie theaters. Yeah, they it's they like are. a Fathom Events thing or yeah. something. Yeah. Like oh, that. man. That is and also, that's almost too much. Like, too much. Yeah. Coming too off much. of Game of Thrones and uh, Endgame yeah, weekend as well. It's a very stressful time. All sports for me from now on. Oh, you're at peak? You're switching over. I've hit the end point. 
what's great is they do at uh, like Yankee Stadium. They have uh, you know May the Fourth, and it's like CC Sabathia Jedi bobblehead day. So <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, you can't what? escape it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's when you've arrived when you get a Jedi bobblehead, yep. like with your <laughs> yeah. face on it. Like, yeah, Someday yeah. He retired <laughs> specifically for that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. solid. Yeah. Uh, anything else coming out for me that people should be checking out? Well, I mean, so it's you know. Um, uh, it's, it's going to be a busy summer for me. So I've got, uh, this is coming out um, August 6th uh, in the bookstores, and I've got the week before, July 30th, I have uh, another, a middle grade uh, novel coming out from Scholastic. So oh, okay. Oh, wow. On Thin Ice. It's like a sort of modern response to The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, so wow, very nice. different, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, it's like wow. 55,000 words. It's tremendously different. But, um, <laughs> but it's like, and they're, they're a week apart, which is just like another thing that, that happened. So it's got to be a, a, like a caffeinated stretch for me. Yeah, um, and how does that work? Are, are you going to be doing events where you're going to be talking about both at the same time? Well, this, here's my master marketing plan here. Oh, no. Uh, Did you is, book is like, two events at the same time? Like some no, sort no. Of, I mean, yeah, that, Mrs. Doubtfire situation? That, that will probably happen. But like, okay. uh, so far, like, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I've got to like, this is the extent of my marketing genius here. It's like, I can do bookmarks. So it's like, I'll put the bookmark for the one and the other and the other. And that's, that's as far. Like, I'm not a marketing genius here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so your strategy in this high-tech age yes, is bookmarks. Yes, it's bookmarks. <laughs> I'm going uh, you know, print the wave of the future. Good, here. good, it's, good, uh, good, it's good. Yes, right. yes, bring it back, man. Bring it back. Yes. Yeah, I'm going full retro here. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's got to be, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's like, they're, they're very different books, but they're both um, for middle grade readers. And that's the awesome thing about middle grade readers is, like, they are, like, a big and complex thing. You know what I mean? There's not one middle grade reader, you know? And even the same readers got to, like, like, a fun, um, sort of quick, you know, uh, graphic novel, a lot of humor, and then a sort of, you know... Uh, more, you know, contemporary, grittier kind of um, sort of sadder book, you know, that's a, you know, it's a novel, it's about, you know, 50, you know, yeah. times as long, and so um, it's it's fun. I mean, these these kids are amazing readers, you know. Yeah, and, they consume so much, yeah, so it's yeah. like, and, and a variety, I think, to your point, like, very much like, oh, I want to do that. Okay, let me try this. Oh, what is this thing? Yeah. Like, I think that's so, such a draw to be in that. It's, it's super fun because it's like, and the other thing about you know, now this is my first graphic novel, but you know, have you know, it's it'll be my thirteenth thirteenth uh, book. You know, what I mean, for kids, yeah. and and it's like they mostly. I did one five book series that was like an adventure uh, series, but. Uh, for the most part, they've all been different. You know, you've got like a survival thing here, and then uh, sort of more of a of a mystery there, and and uh, uh, sort of magical adventure here. It's just, and the the readers are fine with it. You know, like yeah. if you were, I was writing adult books, I'd be in five different sections of the bookstore. Yeah, which with, is not good. Which is not good. Yeah. You know, with with kids, but you, it's just all by my name, and they're all different books. And kids are cool because they'll pick them up and they'll just be like, okay, what what's this? Like yeah. they want to enjoy it. You know, like they want to like pick up for they want it. They're looking to enjoy it, which. You know, sometimes adults do too, but they often, sometimes they, they want to find a fault or they want to, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. 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 Speaking of which, that's a great segue to our next question <laughs> section, where we criticize a bunch of comic books. Yeah, <laughs> lovingly. Uh, yeah. No, uh, definitely check out the stuff. Free Comic Book Day. I'll, I'll mention, as I always do with Free Comic Book Day, it is free for you guys, uh, but it does cost the comic book shops a little bit of money to get. Uh, it does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. I, I think it's important. So uh, when you go there, get your free comic books. Also, buy a little something to support them if you can. Yeah, uh, but nice. definitely, also... I uh, thought you were plugging a vague Patreon for the comic book. No, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> no, but that's, uh, that's the other, good, though. I'm yeah. so glad you said that because it's, you know, sometimes you see people free comic book day, they get their stuff and they leave. No, that's yeah. not. We have, you know, uh, I have a rule with my kids, which they absolutely hate, which is you can go get your free comic books, but you have to buy another comic book as well. Wow. They what hate an that? Iron fist. They don't hate it. They love it. Oh, they pretend. Say. They're like, oh, no. Oh, no. I have to buy a comic book. Let me say for my uh, family, I feel like I've spent enough on comic books for. <laughs> a million generations. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't... If they want... <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing that I'll say is not every comic book shop has the same free comic book, so definitely call ahead and ask them right. if they have Dear Justice League so you can pick yeah. it up. Because You're going to want to get that. It's, yeah. it's really very And good. August 6th, you said, the book comes yeah, out August itself? Yeah, August 6th. Uh, yeah. All right. Very cool. Uh, we are going to move on to our next section, which we like to call The Stack. Yeah. 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 And okay, in The Stack, we're going to rip some books apart. What? No, that's not what we do. No, that's not what we do. No. Oh, these are do. books we like. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. First we're one we're going to talk about, Mr. and Mrs. X, number 10. Yeah. 
This is absolute garbage. Just kidding. It's one of my favorite books. It's one of my favorite books. This is, you know, it's about love and relationships. I truly love this book. Right in your sweet But here's the thing. You selected this. Yeah, there's a twist. That's a twist. That's our twist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very surprised by how much I love this comic. Uh, they do a, uh, such a good job, and it was such a weird wedding uh, that wasn't expected. And launched this di- all title. weddings are different. Yeah, sure. Uh, but normally with a wedding, you know who's going to get married, and they show up to support that. Yeah, but I think it's fun when you don't know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you go to someone's wedding, you're like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe by the end of the wedding, they win you over. That's you what I'm saying. saying. That's what this book them. is all about. Yeah, Because yeah. as we know, uh, Rogue and Gambit got married when uh, Colossus and uh, Kitty Pride. Their marriage just didn't happen. Yeah, that's how my wife and I got married, too. Yeah, you, you cribbed off, you drafted <laughs> off an Colossus wedding. and Giddy Pride, again, they keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, wow, it's pretty much Classic nice. racing references. Uh, yeah, this book is great. Yeah. Uh, great relationship trauma, super fun. Uh, Rogue and Gambit, very fun together as well. Yeah. Yeah. This book is a blast. It They've is. been in the Mojo-verse, uh, Rogue's Powers, When Haywire, which is sort of expected. Classic. It's a yes, little, yeah, it's a little this, sexual at the yeah, end. Yeah, this is not for your YA audience. Well, yeah. no, I mean, this is, this is not, not middle-grade friendly here, this, this page here. But I mean, if you look, ping, 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 mm-hmm. right? It's like, yeah. Sai, uh, you totally jinxed us, uh, Rogue. <laughs> it yeah. like Sai, Sai. Uh, a lot uh, of postcoital size, which is totally normal. I think <laughs> I, I think we got to check the phones, which is a very dear Justice League moment. You know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. go to the phone, and then <laughs> there like, you go. Like, what do they say? Of course, they're in they're completely naked here, yeah. like just right. like strategically covered by the sheets, which is not something. That's one of my favorite things about comics and X-Men comics in particular though, is like they're they're always, always strategically always covered. Always strategically yeah. covered. I try to do it in my real life and it's difficult. <laughs> it's very hard. You have to be very strategic. I'm the opposite. Yeah. You're yeah, The only thing that's shown strategic. is that, yeah, it's covering everything except for, you know. <laughs> You're the X. opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just have be, my junk showing at all times. That would seem to be just as hard to orchestrate, but. It is. Uh, it is. You've got to well, well, stop it, cutting it. that hole in your blanket, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, not what we wanted oh, oh, to That was the step too well, far. It, it, <laughs> yes, it, well, I don't know why it was, though. I don't know why. I didn't, I'm not uh, making the rules. Wait, wait, I'm reacting before, to the Before visceral. we move on, I just wanted to say it was a fun last page reveal as well. That I really enjoyed. That's great. great. The last page re- reveal was a photo yeah, of Pete it, naked, <laughs> not particularly comfortable. <laughs> it was the ultimate reveal. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for sliding that into our comics on a weekly basis. Yeah. But I think, Pete, we could always agree that last page reveals are great no matter what, right? Great. Okay. Whoa. Runaways uh, number not, twenty. Not we'll move on to that. Sorry, but we've moved we'll on. come back to that later we've at some point. We'll see what happens. Uh, Runaways number twenty. Next pick. Yep. Is this my pick? This is your, your pick. pick. Sure. <laughs> so All right. Yeah. Let's hear a taut uh, understanding of what happens in both this issue and in the previous issue. Sure. Absolutely. One of the things that I actually love about Runaways in particular <laughs> is the relationship drama that's going on. Oh, yes. Like, there's action. They've been fighting these uh, people called the Gibberim that were the big villains of the first Runaway series, but that's never the point of what's going on. Most of this issue is taken up with all of the relationships, Gert and Victor and all of the others, um, but I do love uh, it, it's by Rainbow Rowell, who's a fantastic author. Yeah. Uh, I've been a big fan of her for a while. Wasn't sure how she was going to pad out on this title, but I love it. This is yeah. my favorite run on Runaway since the original run. Art, I agree. It's art is fantastic. Very good. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and uh, really, what's great about this issue in particular a lot of great stuff happening without dialogue you know uh some really yeah. cool moments especially with the dinosaur there when rainbow Dinosaurs don't of course why author yes yeah. Yeah. yeah we're all it's all tying together it's we're all we're working purposefully selected all yes 100 this was a plan <laughs> uh but yes, I, I think what's great about, especially uh, the art is amazing with the writing of this book. Each issue pushes each character just a little bit down the down the path a little bit further, and it's deal- each character sort of dealing with like some d- depression, some other like a lot of different issues all wrapped up uh, in their superhero lifestyle. It's yeah, I mean, one it's of the really using it's using a book even more than a lot of other books with like a dinosaur and a robot and a giant goblin person, but dealing with the most realistic emotions across the board. It's yeah. great. I um, really feel for that dinosaur. I, I do. He's out of his time. Yes. Last oh, one we're going to talk about, Avengers 18. This was your pick. Yes, Woo-hoo! my pick. Avengers, very popular pick. I just read the newspaper, and I was like, I'll do this one. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it, but you this read comic, the newspaper. I read the newspaper. <laughs> just, let's be honest. 
that's just the first headline. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not above the fold. What are we even doing? Uh, right? Uh, if it's not above the fold, it ain't gold. Good. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson over here. Uh, so <laughs> Get this, me pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> this comic, especially coming out the week that Avengers Endgame came out, is like crazy dark and wildly subversive. It's like a lot of nudity also. Uh, yes, again, strategic shadows. Shadows. Uh, no sheets here this time. No shadows, sheets. yeah. But imagine being the lighting designer. Just yeah, it is. To get we the... talk about this a lot on the show, but <laughs> comic strategy for people coming out of the movie theater. And yeah. this is a weird one. Like, this book has been great. Jason great. Aaron is writing the heck out of this book. Uh, the plot here is what is it? That the evil, not Justice League, it's. Uh, uh, Squadron Supreme, but it is uh, they're Supreme. legitimately modeled on the Justice yeah. League uh, directly. Right, is on our Earth and uh, breaking into our Earth. The Agent Coulson has been yes. putting together this team, and as we learn in this issue, like uh, totally brainwashing them to be these automatons, all in like crazy supportive of America specifically. This book, the, the week that Endgame comes out, is sort of deeply subversive, sort of like. Delving into politics doesn't feature any members of the Well, that was Avengers. what I was going to say. Like, going into a comic book store and being like, hey, I just saw Avengers Endgame. Can I check out an Avengers comic? Be like, yep, none of them are in this book. They're on the cover, and then you open it, and you're like, is that Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman? <laughs> it's, it's so weird. But that aside, this is a great comic, and one of the most interesting reads uh, when it comes to like putting some like politics and real issues into the the Marvel Universe right now. It's it's good. And a shitty last page review. And a, well, hold on, Pete. I think we agreed <laughs> earlier on that we all last agree. page reveals no, are great. You said that. Oh, let's no, play, let's play back what we said. Yeah. Oh, we don't have that capacity. <laughs> uh, so um, the last page reveal is uh, great. Nope. Why, why didn't you like it? Because it's got Mephisto. Ah. Um, That's it? Yep. So you just just seeing. Listen, it. here's just what I don't get. So it turns out that Mephisto is the big bad guy that's controlling Coulson and controlling the Squadron of Supreme and everything. And I feel like Pete, you are judging Mephisto on his past deeds instead yeah. of his current deeds. That's correct, and that is unfair. Well, hashtag never forget. I don't think nope, that's, that's what the not. Is that doesn't for. actually have to do with Mephisto. I don't think that has to do with Spider Man <laughs> uh, specifically, but uh, maybe that'd be a weird surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get over it. No. They're already sort of dating again. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, for those of you who don't regularly read comics, there's a thing that I want to say happened 40 years ago in Spider-Man <laughs> comics yeah. uh, where Spider-Man and Mary Jane's marriage broke up because of Mephisto, and Pete has never uh, read comics ever again. Great. But actually, Pete, let me throw this out to you. Peter was the one that broke up that marriage. Mephisto was just there. No. Fuck you. He was just hanging that. around. Fuck you. He just happened that. to be there. No. If, 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 if my marriage was broken up and you were there... It'd be fucked up if I blamed you. <laughs> it would be, because I'm not the one in the fucking relationship. I will Mephisto say... was the one going, hey, listen, I Pete, can do you're things. getting very red white right now, I just want to notice, just like Mephisto. All right, you're an Are asshole. you trying to break up my marriage? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is that what's happening here? No. Are you trying to Peter would, Parker no. and Jamie? No. <laughs> what is my wife going to whisper to you after you do <laughs> Yeah, right? That's I just want to know. Yeah, tell me what it is. That would be insane. Do you have to tell me if that happens. <laughs> okay, I will tell cool. you. Cool. Fun. Great. It's going to be good. Uh, very excited for this. Stay tuned for that. He's going to tell me. Super and that's it for the stack. Yeah. Woo. All right, guys. We're going to move on to our next section, which is my favorite section because you guys make it up. It's your audience questions. Audience questions. You can ask a question Sorry for our amazing guests. You can ask a question Sorry for one of us. Sorry uh, for all right. Enough, Pete. Pete. Enough. Uh, what is your name? What is your question? Hi, my name is Kier. What's up, man? Hey. Hi. Right, so uh, my question is, whenever you're trying to uh, write comics or anything for like kids or young adults, um, what are the, like aside from the obvious, like what are the challenges of like how to write it where you're not making it too kid friendly or trying to find that balance where it's kids, but you know there's some interesting yeah. like mature stuff in here. I mean, I feel like um, for me is. Um, you know, a lot of times it's 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 a really different process. It's it's you know going into the graphic novel. I was wondering, you know, how different, how similar it would be to to writing the uh, middle grade novels. And the middle grade novels, uh, first of all, um, just you know, the the process for me is basically just typing, staring at my fingers and typing for like two <laughs> straight hours. Um, and you know, I try to do a thousand words a day, 
And, um, you know, so however long that takes. And sometimes it's quicker. Sometimes it's 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 uh, not so fast, but um, it's never that quick for it. So I'm dyslexic, so I'm a very slow typist. Yeah, like I will always be like a slow typist, right? So I often, like, I will have the words in my head, and I will be trying to catch up, you know? So it's like I will often, once I start typing, just not stop for, like, two, two and a half hours. You know, It's like that time warp. You look up, it's, like, you know, two hours later. And um, uh, But... Um, for graphic novels, the process is really, really different. And that is basically like me staring at the wall, you know, and like trying to, uh, you know, picture, you know, the action. And then it'll be like, tap, 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 tap. You know, like you do like one sentence, stare a while more, like, you know, another sentence. So it's much more time um, visualizing the action, much less time actually writing. But also with, uh, you know, the you know middle grade novels, the answer for that is... It's, it's pretty straightforward. It's just the main character. Like, I am um, in the head of that main character, and the longer I spend in the head of that main character, the more comfortable that gets, you know, the more, um, you know, the line blurs a little. And after several months, you're writing it every day. It's really pretty natural to slip into, you know, if it's a 12-year-old main character or whatever, um, that specific character, what would, what would he, what would she think about what was, you know, what's happening now? And it, it, it's almost like a friend. You know, you get to, you spend three months with him, you get to know him pretty well. Um, but with graphic novels, it's different. The main character is, is generally not a kid. Um, and so it was much more a question of feel. You know, like, I, I just wanted it to be, um, to be fun and, um, you know, to have enough, enough action, you know, enough of all, of all of that stuff. And so it was really, you know, sort of falling back on so much of the, you know, the comics I've read um, of my life, but specifically, especially, you know, when I was, like, a teen, when I was reading a lot of those um, you know, like I was going to mention before, we have, you know, rogues married to, to Gambit, but, you know, like the, the rogue and uh, Wolverine in Japan, right? Back when you couldn't touch rogue, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it's very different, but that was like, they had that like Mulder Scully thing kind of going on or whatever. Um, but, my, you know, my relationship to comics at that age was so, so intense. And it was kind of a different thing. It was a little bit less, you had to find them a little bit more, right? You know, yeah. um, and so... I still remember that really well, like that feeling of like really the, you know, uh, you know, the, the eagerness to, to flip the page, to find out what's going to happen, but then also to take it slow, to like look at the art, look at all the details and not just race ahead for the, and so like that, that's what I wanted. I wanted like something where it would like draw, you know, kids through the pages, they'd want to know what's happening next, but they, they'd want to spend time on the pages too. So it's really just a feel thing, uh, and specifically it was a lot of me thinking about what I enjoyed about uh, reading comics at that age, as a kid, as a teen. That's so interesting, the idea that kids or people now reading comics won't have to find them. Yeah. Like, it's, they're just always available. Like Either comics, comics find stores, them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, comics yeah. are desperate to get them. Yeah. When back in that, like, finding a spinner rack when you're just <laughs> going about your daily business with your parents or whatever, it was just like, oh, my God. It was like a drug, and you were like, oh, I just need, like, five, just give me five minutes of the comics. I just want to look at it for five minutes. Can I get one, please? Not now, Mom. Yeah, exactly. Don't bother me. Iron Man is vibranium. What is that? I don't know. i got to find out what it is. Uh, that was, I think that's such a, that's something we never talked about, and that's so interesting. Uh, the and what was, like, when you were a kid, what was, like, the first comic that really got you hooked? It was, um, you know, it was, it was X-Men, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was just, like, um, and, you know, it, it was weirder, too. So, so it's, like, Wolverine and, like, Nightcrawler, right? Like, like like mutants like in every sense right like like misfits outcasts and of course you know you're the comic book fan in a small town right you know what i mean like that's you connect with that so much you know yeah. and, and so don't look at me <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like look away uh, you're flipping the pages um but you know it's it's funny because like that those were the comics that um that really got me um early on but I, when i was thinking about when i was you know working on justice league I was thinking about how differently I encountered the Marvel characters versus the DC characters. Because the DC characters I encountered, you know, Batman on TV, Super Friends, oh, uh, yeah. you know, the, 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 uh, the uh, 
first Superman movie, which I loved so much. I, I watched oh, yeah. it so many times on like HBO or whatever, and the and or you, probably USA, like whatever was yeah, yeah. broadcasting. And uh, and you know Neil Tazad and Superman, all of that. You know, so it's like I'm encountering those also really like like intense experiences, but very different. You know, because it's like with mm-hmm. the the X Men and, and Marvel and even some other titles I loved from back then. I like the Badger. I don't remember the Badger, but like. Um, yes. Like, um, like it's, it's solitary. And then, you know, you talk to your friends about it afterwards, but it's like, you're like, you're flipping the pages, you know, like. Oh, that's so interesting yeah. too, because that's so much, it fits the character so much better yeah. to be reading it in your room or like sort yeah. of taking it in any, whatever place like you hung out. It's like a controlled substance, right? Yeah, like, it's no, like, definitely. <laughs> when you see Superman, everyone knows Superman. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, oh, we yeah, have Superman. Like, uh, no, you don't need to be 21 for this. You know, that, you know, like Superman, you can encounter on TV, you can go to the movies, you know, like some of the other titles, it was, it was much more, um, yeah, like sort of a personal, yeah, yeah, clandestine. Like you didn't maybe talk about it quite as loudly in the back of the bus, you know, like talking mm-hmm. like like hushed, intense whispers the way you talked about D and D, right? Like, yeah. like you know, like well, who would win, like kind of things or whatever. But I, I remember like those words were really significant to us, like snicked, right, and oh, yeah. right, like the two, like, yeah. and it's like they were such shorthand, you know what I mean? Like, because most people didn't know what that meant, right? Like, but if you did, you know, yeah. it's like a secret. Password or whatever. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Uh, Great question. You got some free comics. What's your name? What's your question? My name is Kevin, and I have a question and a comment. Question first. Um, So we were talking about Squadron Supreme. What are some of your favorite alternate company homages? (laughs) In or out of comics? Dicey. I mean, I I will just start with the, the... the OG on that, right? Which is like the which is the Legion of Doom, right? You know what I mean? Like just the classic counterpart. You know, like the yeah. you know, like uh, you know, everyone's got their, you know, they're either like, you know, the Superman Bizarro thing or the, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, um and I I enjoy that. I mean obviously you're not looking, it's not exactly an alternate, but it's this like warped mirror image, you know what I mean? And I just like I remember how sort of electric that was compelling like oh this is the bad guys now like you know what i mean like and um and that was really that was that was something that from an early age was really compelling like the idea like these villains are just as interesting you know um so that's i mean it's a little bit off but that's that that would be the one first one that comes to mind for me yeah nice uh pete yeah uh i don't know it's i came to it so late like the like it I was too dumb to realize what was going on as a kid. So, uh, like, it wasn't until I, you know, matured that I was like, oh, this is just a ripoff of that, and that is kind of like this. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, like, the first time when it was, like, Marvel's Superman, uh, you know, Supreme there. Uh, oh, the well, that was an image. Supreme was the, yeah, the yeah, image book. Thing. Yeah. But it was kind of real cool to me that, like, this guy didn't have his shit together, and he still had superpowers. So, like... That to me, I didn't re- like. I was like, "Oh, it, it has to happen the other way around. Like, you have to earn the hero mantle before you're kind of given the powers." So, huh. um, I feel like I, I think Spawn was the first time I was like, "I've seen some of this stuff before." Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was like, "Oh, this is like Batman, but he shoots stuff." Uh, <laughs> shoots chains. Yeah. Well, he shoots. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like I mean, Todd McFarlane was pretty open about that, right? That yeah. it was like, yeah, it's like Deadpool, the Spider-Man, yeah, no, Batman, I'm not saying, I'm whatever. Not, uh, indicting him for it, but that was definitely the first time where I was yes. like, oh, I see how this works. <laughs> uh, Superman, Shazam are just the same. They're not. I'm not. I don't need to look for differences anymore. I just see how that it happened. Yeah. Uh, and that was the day you got your first armpit hair as well, Exactly. Right? I really grew up that day. <laughs> <laughs> what a day. Yeah. Uh, you had a comment as well. What's your comment, sir? Oh, the cord got shorter, unfortunately, yeah. so your comment. I'm going to have to come way over here. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, Interesting. Really taking Alex's spot. Yeah, nice. Alex, um, now you, Alex, you have to sit in his chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Alex. Well, you've been relegated to there. And now we have a new uh, uh, host. Sorry. My question is actually, or my comment is actually for Alex. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Alex, I, I have to really take you to task. I have to say that Cypher is the best X-Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, it, it, all right. He did uh, that from the power position. Also. Yeah. The, 
That's crazy so. that you just kind of said that offhand, too. I definitely agree, first of all. Uh, now, for those of you who You guys are, are like, trying to outfill Donahue each other, and it's, like, it's not what we want, just as a fan. As sure. a listener, uh, I don't think we want that. Right. Now, we should mention uh, that uh, Pete kicked us off by uh, having a secret Punisher quiz that was running for five years in the background. Uh, five listen. years. No, it's important. You have to recap. Everybody's show might be their first show, bro. Yeah, you got to really. We want to just throw the deep dive into the cipher quiz. We got to get the setup. No, you got to get the setup. How Pete secretly had the quiz and didn't tell us, and then only later (laughs) revealed it on a show, and we had to we had a real laugh. Yeah, it was a good time. Anyway, that was finally finished, uh, but that kicked off the second phase, which is our secret cipher quiz, which is unlocked with the secret phrase. Cypher is the best X-Man, uh, which Pete actually discovered somehow, and it blew my mind. Uh, now, we have a couple of questions for the Cypher quiz, as you may know, sir. And we uh, should also say Cypher's the worst mutant. Nope, uh, nope, nope. Excuse this, me. This wait, is my time. You have to define what Cypher is, because he's I, uh, literally the I am the, the star worst. of the Cypher quiz. Oh, you can't name yourself the star. <laughs> I think I just did. Honestly, Kevin's the star. He's the one who did it. He, he invited you onto the stage, my man. All right, that's fair enough. Kevin is the star of the Cypher Quiz. I am just a planet (laughs) rotating his star. Uh, The Cypher Quiz has a couple of questions about Cypher. Uh, True to the form of Cypher, the best X-Men. All of these are in different languages, which I'm going to pronounce extremely well. Uh, We'll start with the first question. You may know the first two since we've ran through them on the show previously. Uh, Quel est le vrai nom de Cypher? Douglas Ramsey. Douglas Ramsey is Cypher's real name, correct. Uh, Quien creo Cypher? Chris Claremont E. Salbusema. Ah, Ooh. yes, Cypher, Salbusema, Chris Claremont. All right, here we go. Uh, here's the next question. Definitely, I should have read these in advance. Uh, in <laughs> or at least just this one. What? He could have just definitely read this one. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, in Welke Questy introduced Hinge. <laughs> this is... This I'm is gonna say, you know, we well, before you answer, what? Kevin. Before you answer, Kevin. Good yeah, uh, tight. Yeah, we we we've uh, had a lot of fun making fun of Pete, <laughs> <laughs> but you, sir, have really stepped in it this time. It's your turn under the microphone. I, I believe I believe this is Norwegian. I, I don't. We we don't know the language really. Oh, is it German? No. You're no. you did this. You need to know. No, I thought it was, I'm pretty sure it's Norwegian. Uh, in Welke Questy. Introduced Hitch. <laughs> I I'm gonna say New Mutants 13. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The question one is, what issue was he introduced in? There we I'll go. tell you what. He read that. He heard that through the accent, and that truly <laughs> is amazing. Uh, all right. Next question. Uh, this is a follow up. Eh, que mese e ano? Ooh, I I know this. <laughs> I know the question. E que mese e ano? Take all your time if you want. We're not taping a podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna. I might be off by a bit, but I'm gonna say 1986. I'm I'm sorry, that is not correct. But very good run. I'm super impressed, Kevin. That That's awesome. All right. Back. Exciting. That was impressive. Back to that the library. Great. Back to the library for another run at the Cypher Quiz. Uh, do we have any more audience questions before we wrap this up? No? All right. Well, if we're done with trivia, then it's time for trivia. No, I think we should talk about Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Oh, should we? Yeah. All right. We only yeah. have a little bit of time. That's fine. It's an imp- We can just take three hours and two minutes. <laughs> I get it. The movie. I get it. Um, okay, well, let's move into our next section, which we like to call the Week of Geek. The Week of Geek is back. The least um, done section. It was done so. It's done so uh, so rarely that Pete was like. Is we can Geek next, or what's the deal? <laughs> uh, we can Geek, we actually do for our Patreon-only podcast. That's so true. if you subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash comic book club, you can get a weekly Week in Geek. Yeah, that's true. Where that's we true. do discuss Avengers Endgame as well. Are you doing earmuffs, sir? Have you not You've seen not it? not seen it? Wow. Oh, that seems sorry. crazy. You can leave the room, and then I'll come get you. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about have, it next week? I have headphones in the back. Yeah, talk next about it next week? week. Oh, okay. Wow, what what happened to us? Yeah, because you know what? It's important to when a movie comes out of this magnitude. <laughs> oh, it's important go. that you see it. 
Like, I can't emphasize this enough, and it's yeah. hard to talk to a man and a woman wearing my dog on their shirts. Pip don't slip! Can I... Just I real say, quick. I can't emphasize it I, how I, important I, I it is know, to see the movies I know you're saying this, but I want to play back a couple of weeks uh, the show where you talked about Shazam. Okay, let's roll that clip. Okay, we <laughs> still sorry, don't, no, have we don't have that ability. We don't have that ability. I would, I t- no, we can't do that. I, also, I, that doesn't talk about exist. Shazam. What? I talk okay. about Shazam. Okay, you talk about, Shazam? about Shazam. I mean, I, I, I love Shazam. And, and the thing about Shazam, too, is like, I feel like it's, it's really, it's an all-ages movie. I mean, it's super kid-friendly. Like, I don't what? think it's, it's, it's disappointing for adults, but I mean, it's, it's a really, like, a, like that first uh, Superman, which I saw at, you know, like, the age of larva, basically. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, you know, I didn't even know everything was going on in there, but it's just like, but, um, but I loved it. You know what I mean? Like, it's super, you know, it's friendly. You, you, you like the hero. You know what I mean? Like, there's, the, you understand the conflict. The, I mean, I, I thought it was a great movie for kids and for adults. I just, I l- really liked that movie, yeah. Uh, Zalbin uh, brought his kids, and uh, that boardroom scene was not kid friendly. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, that fair, kind of right? traumatized <laughs> a little bit. That was a little intense. Yeah, that was yeah. hugely intense. They it's need right. to also, understand the realities of corporate America from a young age. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. There's also that scene in Frozen where uh, somebody's head gets bit off, and they're just kind of yeah. hanging there a little yeah. bit. So it's the yeah, same sort the, of thing. The White Walkers in Frozen. People right, 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 talk right. about. Yeah. Oh, right. No, I was no showing my kids Game of Thrones. The Night King's appearance in Frozen. Uh, yeah, there we go. So we're not going to talk about it? We're going to talk about Shazam for the like ninth time? <laughs> no, I think we're going to move That's on to it? trivia, <laughs> but we're going to give a warning to all you guys. New Hellboy? I so have not seen that. We are saying that we'll talk about it next week. We're going to talk about Avengers Endgame and spoil the heck out of it next, next week. week. It's okay. not a spoiler at that point. Then it's just talking. Is it? Yeah, what's, what's, the, what's the time limit on spoilers? I Avengers Endgame feels very different to me. It, I will agree. Yeah. Comparing uh, Game of Thrones versus Avengers Endgame, everyone kept their mouths shut about Avengers Endgame. It's crazy. How Every much sucker it. with a Twitter account was like, hey, hope you're watching Game of Thrones because here's what's happening. In right. It. I did, but okay, to that point, if we want to talk about the spoiler thing, first of all, I'll say my feeling about it, but I'll also say every single person has slightly different feeling about spoilers. Yeah. So whatever I say is probably totally invalid for anybody else. Yeah. But my you're feeling. Spoiling my opinion of spoilers. I'm sorry about that. Uh, my feeling on it is Avengers Endgame, everybody very specifically was like, down to the producers, and everybody was like, don't spoil the Endgame. And everybody was like, yes, I agree. Don't spoil the Endgame. We're not going to do that. And had this damn for the first weekend, at the very least, where they're like, we're going to get through the weekend. Let's try to make this as good as possible. There's always some people that put stuff out there. There's always some bad apples, but also or some people are like, I don't care about spoilers, so you shouldn't either, and that's fine. Yeah. But like, I was super shocked and impressed how well people did. Really, uh, and still today, people, I, I feel like you could be talking about it today, and that's okay. But, but I, I do think you know spoilers were a big part of that 1.2 billion, like yeah. year of spoilers. Like Absolutely. I need to get. The, I mean, I saw it right away because it's like some jackass has got to spoil this thing yeah. for me if I don't. You know what I mean? Like, and then I'm going to sit through three hours and one minute knowing what that one minute is, you know? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, also, like, I come from the perspective of working at daily at Entertainment News, and, like, I was watching people. When I covered movies, we would wait. We'd be like, okay, we need to wait until those first showings are out before we put up stuff. With Avengers Endgame, and I do not think this is good behavior, but this is clearly, this dam has already been broken there. There were outlets that were like, great, six o'clock, here we go, here's all the spoiler articles we're putting up, and they were immediately at Google. That, to me, is very shitty, but to your point, yeah, you gotta see it to get ahead of that. Game of Thrones, I think, is the same thing, where it's not directly applicable to a sports game, or like the Oscars, or an award show, or something like that, but it's a news event. It's a global event that everybody has to be watching at the same time. And I, I hate to put the onus on other people, but I do feel like that is the world we live in. So if you don't want to be spoiled in Game of Thrones, no, and this is a huge hit, but you got to stay off Twitter for like an hour or something like that, wow. you know? Uh, I think that's okay. Like, everybody no, I, was participating I think all it's the same fine. time. I, I think it's in... I was surprised that the line was that uh, harshly drawn. 
where people were very good about Endgame and very bad about it uh, was about no pun intended starkly clear this uh, weekend exactly the difference between those things yeah but I also think it comes down to shifted viewing in movies not everybody was going to see Endgame at the same time at least in the United States you had a possibility at 9 p.m. Eastern to see Game of Thrones everybody across the entire country if you have HBO if you are like, if I think you don't have H- there was somebody. And maybe this is, I thought this was ridiculous, but somebody hit me up on Twitter. They're like, hey, could you not put any spoilers on Twitter? I'm only up to season six. And I was like, buddy, (laughs) (laughs) that's your problem. That's great. That's great. Imagine how many tweets that person had to send (laughs) all of the followers. Be like, hey, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's your fault. I I can't help you. But it it is hard because it's like Twitter, Facebook, those things are such a normal like, I kept having to be like, fuck, because I would open up Facebook or Twitter on Thursday and be like, God damn it. Uh, and it was just very upsetting because I, you know, I wasn't seeing it until Friday night end game. So, like, really, uh, you know, just it's crazy. I didn't realize how much I checked it when I was bored yeah. or I had yeah. a couple minutes. And well, was, uh, that's uh, why I only text spoilers to people. Oh, smart. <laughs> smart. <laughs> this is... Uh, this is a weird I thing a that specifically... You, that like you don't a read a postcard yeah, for me because yeah. it's going to be only spoilers. Yeah. The picture's going to be a spoiler and then the text will I be I don't know. When spoiler. it comes to TV, I think that's the world we leave in. And if you, if there is a TV show you don't want to be spoiled on, you should know the times that you have to stay off. And if it's so important to you to not be spoiled, figure out a way to see it as quickly as possible. I think we, as a culture, can just move beyond spoilers. Like, yeah? it's just... If someone says something that happens in the story, that's how most stories work. Uh, and let's just... I, I don't know if that's totally true. Again, I think that's uh, enacting spoiler rules on other people. And uh, I'm not we saying... We've been not talking putting... about Endgame this whole fucking time. <laughs> we're talking about spoilers for an hour and a half. Well, what the because fuck? Because we were talking... The crowd was like, don't talk about it because they don't want it to be spoiled. It was one dude. Well, Okay. That's still but a human. I, but I yeah. yes, exactly. I think that's that's what we got to lead towards, right? Like, but, but what I'm saying is, I'm not trying to put that on people. Like everyone, hey, get over it. But I'm saying I think it would be better to uh, we everyone would be more relaxed and happier if it was like, oh, if I learn something about the story, it's fine. Here, here's what I think is it's step too far, and I'll give you two examples on both sides of the spectrum, right? Oh, is Christ. opinion being a spoiler? Like, I know somebody, somebody who I'm good friends with, who once a movie that they're super excited comes out, they mute every term because they don't want to even know if it's good or bad. Like, See, I they think don't that's crazy. Go, Can't, you're, but, your opinion, but here's what I'm saying. Is opinion. like they understand. They're like, this is how I feel. I'm going to mute all these terms. I just don't want to know it. Right. That's fine. That's on me. But I've seen other people jump into the mentions of reviewers and be like, where reviewers like, Avengers Endgame is good. And they're like, fuck you for spoiling it in the mentions on Twitter. That's not a spoiler. And that's also not on, like, if you really feel that strongly, take the steps that my friend has taken, mute the terms, put it on yourself to remove yourself from that conversation. That's right. I, the way I avoid spoilers is by never having an interest in the, the topic. <laughs> like honestly like I have not been spoiled at all on uh, yeah. the Giants uh, football season of last year. <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah so don't tell me what happened oh okay uh, was it good, good. was it good? good oh it's no okay so I'll, that's, yeah, that's the best way well. to avoid spoilers it's three hours and one minute <laughs> yeah oh, fuck <laughs> come on man sorry yeah I thought it was going to be forty, a sweet 45 minutes at the movie theater. Well, anyway, we'll talk about how Green Lantern dies in the Avengers Endgame movie next week. Cool. <laughs> wow, nice. Good. Yeah. Cool. Weird twist. Weird twist right there the at the end. Twist. We're going to move on to trivia with Pete All the Page. Right. All right. I didn't think we were going to make it. Pete the Page, think... the star of trivia. Oh, Jesus. All right, here we go. This is the part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win 25 free dollars. To, uh, to Midtown Comics. So if you like $25 free dollars, a simple raising of the hand. Simple raising, simple of, raising the of the hand. hand. First hand All up right, guy. come it up. Nice job. Uh, remind us of your name again, sir. It's Kier. Kier, audience, audience Kier. Hey, guys. Uh, so today's trivia is on topical comic news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to read you questions to all three possible answers. Get all three questions right. $25 yours. Yes, sir. Okay, first question. Who is writing Green Lantern number seven, which is supposed to be about his one true love? It's also all in prose. Is it A, Grant Morrison, B, 
Bendis, or is it C, Sandra Bullock? So it's either A, Grant Morrison. Okay, Grant. Yeah, there you go. Nice job. <laughs> nice. All right, here we go. What is the title of the conclusion of the Batman uh, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story arc that's coming out, uh, that starts on May 1st? Is it A, Death of Krang, B, Crisis in a Half Shell, or is it C, <laughs> The Three Seashells? So it's either A, Death of Krang, which I completely made up, or it's B, Crisis in a Half Shell. Uh, B, please. It uh, sounds perfect. All right, great. That's a great title. Uh, the nominees for the Eisner Awards were announced. Which comic is not nominated for Best Ongoing Series? Is it A, Batman by Tom King, B, The Mortal Hulk by L. Al Ewing, or is it C, Taco Bell is the only restaurant to survive the franchise wars? So it's either A, B, or C, which is the correct answer. Oh, uh, oh shoot. A? C? No, no, uh, no but it is Devilish Man for the three. Oh, yeah. slam. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, what happened? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, uh, so Pete has a secret other quiz that's running under his quiz because yeah. all we do is quizzes now. Uh, the third answers add up to something correctly guessed as Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Was the pattern. Great job, Pete. Thanks. As hey, we all great know, job, tomorrow, Pete. Great job. As we all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Punisher number 11. Great. And okay. also War of Realms number 3. Interesting. Cool. Uh, War Realms number three is the big event that's happening now at Marvel. We're going to have a review of that tomorrow in our Stack podcast that rolls out 9 a.m. Wednesdays on the Comic Book Club feed. Justin, what are you looking forward to? Whew. I don't really know. I'm going to go with Punisher. Outcast, oh. uh, the comic from Robert Kirkman and uh Paul Azaceda, I think it is. I think that's right. Uh, and it's a, uh, a comic that's ongoing for a while. I feel it was a TV show on Cinemax uh, briefly. Um, but the comic, if the, you were a fan or weren't a fan of the show, the comic has, uh, is sort of building toward its final uh, move. It's a climactic thing. And it's really fun. It really well done. Cool. It's super scary. Uh, I'm looking scary. forward to Deceased. Number one is coming out tomorrow from DC Comics. As a fan of spelling, don't love the title, but as a fan of zombie comics, this is a zombie apocalypse in the DC Comics universe. It's by Tom Taylor, who did an amazing job on the Injustice comic that came out a while ago. So I'm very excited to uh, see what happens when he takes out another dark take on the DC universe. Uh, Michael, plug your stuff. What should people check out? Um, well, uh, you know, I'll just say a comic that I'm enjoying. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I, I've been Absolutely. trying to, to work it in. It's actually a bi-weekly, but um, is what Scott Snyder is doing with is Justice League. Like, I just read that, you know, like yeah. I, I love the Legion of Doom stuff, which I, I just shoehorned in already. But um, <laughs> but it's like, um, it's so it's so big, right? It's all just big multiverse stuff and universes collapsing. And then, you know, and, and it's just like, it's it's super fun. You know, it's just like even like, that like Kirby feel a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. so oh for sure. And, epic. Yeah. and it's just fun to, to see that, you know, like, and I really, I've been enjoying that, that, that run. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And uh, your stuff. So free. Oh yeah. So free. free <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So free comic book day. I'm, this is a podcast. I don't need to hold it up. Right? Yeah, like I'm dressed know. for radio, right? Um, <laughs> people in the audience. But it's like, it's nice. but yeah, so he's it's, holding it's, it up the whole, he's been holding up the whole show. Like it's, free, like free, it's, yeah. it's like a we little should, much. It's, it's super uh, thirsty, Z. right? It's really needy of me. Um, so it's, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's uh, two chapters from uh, Dear Justice League. Um, they're made into sort of a standalone uh, for free comic book day. It's uh, Superman and Hawk Girl. Um, I think it's really fun. It's a good introduction to the title. And I think it's, um, it'd just be, you know, if it's at the store, um, you know, if people have, got, have kids are bringing in, or really, honestly, I feel like you know, anyone could enjoy these these two chapters. Definitely, it's, yeah, it's fun. very fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah thanks. So, so that's like, um, yeah, uh, you know, Saturday, May fourth, uh, Free Comic Book Day. May and the fourth be with you. May fourth be with you. Super excited to be a part of it. And this is, yeah, just this this uh, this preview excerpt from uh, Dear Justice League. So, hope you check it out. 
Cool. All right. And Couple- the main book comes out August 6th. Yeah, main book comes out uh, August 6th, so that's got all the other chapters, so that's got, uh, I know I could feel this massive groundswell for Simon Baz, you know, so that's that's yep. when you can get your fix <laughs> oh, there. Awesome. You know, like, I yeah. love him. It's it was just, it was but, you know, Hawk Girl and Flash and Aquaman, it's super fun. They're all in there, and, and that's August 6th, yeah. Cool. All right, a couple of things before we go. This Thursday, if you're here in New York, we are going to be hosting a screening of The Boys, the new show on Prime Video. Uh, that's going to be at the AMC on 34th Street, I believe. There's going to be free yep. popcorn and soda, so check out Pete uh, passed out at the snack counter. Oh, uh, yeah. But also, we're going to be Dude, giving away some prizes beforehand. I believe the screening is at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll be hosting and doing some other stuff leading up to that, uh, but you can re- uh, reserve tickets in advance. We have a link on our Twitter Twitter page and on our Facebook page, you can check out there. Also, a couple of other things. We have a Riverdale podcast, Riverdale After Dark, that runs every Wednesday after that show. Also, Cloak and Jabber, our Cloak and Dagger podcast. Yes, holding up the Cloak and Dagger trades over there. Very sweet. Every Thursday after that show, our American Gods podcast, get caught up at some point. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get around to that eventually. We talk a lot to each other. One super quick. So, Free Comic Book Day, uh, my good friend, Nicole Ostow, who is on the show, yes, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so she's doing the River, uh, Riverdale, and that's that's part of it. You know, the Riverdale comic, part of Free Comic Book Day also. So uh, after, possibly before you get your Dear Justice League, like Riverdale, if it's there. I grab mean, it. Yeah, that's grab right. It. And I so think good. that's a so uh, original issue that's not part of the regular run, so you'll get a, a full new story on that Riverdale comic book day as well. So pick up a bunch of them. Go grab them all. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about amazing guests we have on our live show. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at Comic Book Club at live.com for this podcast and more. Also subscribe on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or the app of your choice. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Michael for being yeah, on the yeah. show. Yeah. Booth Matt Prime. <laughs> but most of all, we want to thank you guys. We're every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. Thanks Good night, guys. Night, everybody. Thank Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah.